Hi friends and welcome to another episode of Without the Footnotes, not your typical Holocaust lecture. I hope everyone is doing well. Um, As many of you may know, if you've been listening to the episodes in real time, it's Genocide Awareness Month and this month I'm doing like a selection of episodes based around that. And if you listen to the episode from last week, I was speaking to Eva about how Germany is kind of set, setting a precedent in opening discussions surrounding colonialism and genocide. And it really got me thinking about how these two things are actually linked. So on this week's ex- episode or for this week's episode, I've been doing a bit of reading around that topic. And I have a new book called The New Age of Empire by Kane Day Andrews, who you may have heard of. He's a British academic who specialises in black studies and is currently a professor at Birmingham City University. So if you are interested in that kind of stuff, so black studies, um, go and check out the courses that they offer. I think there is an undergrad and an MA that they offer at um, Birmingham City University. Anyway, his new book, The New Age of Empire, How Racism and Colonialism Still Rule the World, outlines, and I quote, the origin and the ongoing reality of global racism and within the book he has a chapter on genocide so I gave that a read and he basically goes through how we can understand it through a colonial lens so it was perfect for the questions that I kind of had um, from last week so Andrews argues and I quote that the West was birthed by genocide and relied on the slaughter of millions of black and brown bodies to develop and enrich itself, end quote. And I've always been interested in this link, but honestly, my schooling was very much focused around the Enlightenment and what that meant rather than colonialism. So I'm going to focus on that today and speak a bit about how Andrew's argument... um, how his argument is what I think a quite solid assessment of genocide and how it's been used as a weapon by colonial powers and how as a result of this practice that has allowed for some modern genocides to be perpetrated namely the holocaust and also Rwanda so that's what the episode is going to focus on today and yeah without further ado let's crack on So I want to start us off here with a quote from the book that really caught my attention and I quote the holocaust represents colonial practices coming into play in Europe Africans Asians and indigenous people being slaughtered by Europeans did not trouble the psyche of the west but seeing colonial violence enacted on white bodies meant a complete rethinking of the long-held paradigms of race and power Jewish people were racialized into a subhuman position using the same racial science that justified colonial brutality. The fact that the term genocide only came to exist in the West during the Holocaust is testament enough to the problem. Systematic killing of hundreds of millions of savages in the colonies did not merit the creation of a new concept, end quote. So just take a moment to kind of drink that in a bit. Um, If we think about that quote, what does Andrews actually mean when he says that systematic killing of hundreds of millions of savages in colonies didn't merit the creation of a new concept? Because we know that genocide was 
the term that was created by Raphael Lemkin in response to the Holocaust and the Armenian genocide. But why was it only in the 20th century that this crime is recognised and established as a crime in international law? So in order to understand this, Andrews takes us back to Columbus and the discovery of the Americas. And he argues that the genocide in the Americas was the largest in human history. Why? Because before Columbus accidentally arrived, it is estimated that around 72 million people lived in the Americas as a whole. And they all had their, obviously had their own cultures and civilizations. And by the time the West was done with their discovering, 99% of that population that was there previously had been destroyed. So Andrews argues that 72 million people don't just accidentally die. Like there has to be some kind of mechanism in place for that many people to, yeah, to, to die basically. So what Andrew says is that it's rarely recognised like this, the discovery of the Americas is rarely recognized for the catastrophic genocide that it was, because in our Western understanding of these histories, we paint a picture that we discovered sparsely populated lands of somewhat backwards people who needed civilizing. And then we attribute any kind of death um, to or any anything like that that occurred to the introductions of new diseases and it being down to the indigenous peoples or the natives not being able able to cope with these new diseases, which we actually know on this podcast is wrong because I have done an episode on um, genocide of indigenous people in the Americas, which was, um, I think it was the first, first or second episode of season two. So if you haven't listened to that, then you can go back and have a listen um, about how genocide kind of unfolded there. So what, what we know as what existed and what happened, Andrew says is actually the opposite. We know now that these civilizations were highly populated peoples. They were very much advanced. And each time colonizers came, in, came, there was a violent, sharp and intentional decrease in populations that can be attributed to genocidal approaches to establishing a new world order one that was westernized and maintained a a racial a certain racial order so it's argued that europeans could not have expanded into their territories as they did through just cooperating with the tens of millions of peoples who would have been living on these lands before they were discovered by the west because if they had done so if they had just cooperated with these people it wouldn't have produced the modern world that we have today and european populations simply wouldn't have been able to expand as they did and along and alongside that our political and economic systems wouldn't have expanded as they as they did had these people remained and inhabited in inhabiting the lands as they did when they were discovered so in order for western development to succeed the the depleting of indigenous peoples was seen as necessary and we see this time and time again across the globe so not only in the americas but in the caribbean as well um, australia etc destroying peoples in order to replace them so how do we know this or how did they do it well we know about 
We know that extermination was used to hinder any kind of resistance or uprisings that would would occur when land was needed to be acquired. People were forcibly removed from certain areas. So ethnic cleansing was a tool that was used and they were placed only in certain areas or reservations. Um, children often would be forcibly removed from their families to be westernised and raised outside of their own culture, so assimilated into white culture. And also we do know that breeding people out was also a policy that we've seen time and time again um, when we look at lands that have been colonised. So these practices were a norm. And up until the Holocaust, what we know as genocide has been, Andrews argues, has been a blueprint we just haven't a, a blueprint for colonialism. We just haven't labelled it as such because it. And he argues that this is because it wasn't happening directly to us as Europeans. It was just a norm that we used to conquer the world, basically, because we viewed these people as lesser than us. So, how then does the Holocaust and modern examples of genocide connect to this? Well, it's explained that. Western ideals are built on racial theory and the reason why the Holocaust is seen as a turning point or a precedent is it is because for the first time in modern history this already established practice of genocide is being perpetrated on white bodies. So now to avoid me just like kind of regurgitating this chapter to you word for word I'm I'm going to do a quick summary because if you want to fully understand all of this with all of its nuance then I would really really suggest that you buy the book because there's a lot more stuff that Andrews unpacks within this chapter but this is just the basics so what Andrew says is that through the enlightenment science and racial theory was established as the foundation of modern western thinking and this is what culminated in racial theory eventually being applied to Jewish people which then resulted in the holocaust so it then resulted in genocidal practice so whereas previously black and brown people were understood to be racially inferior and were therefore subjected to genocide through colonizing we now have got to the point where racial theory was used to determine a hierarchy within white Europeans and as many of you may or may not know Jewish people before Hitler and his Nazism were not understood to be a race specifically in Europe they were understood to be religiously and socially different yes but it was the not it was Nazi eugenics that racialized European Jews and labeled them as an inferior race comparatively to the rest of um, the peoples that lived in Europe. So if we, un- if we take that, we can, the Holocaust then, can then be understood as a culmination of normalised colonial practice, which was that in order to d- establish a, desire, a desired world order, you committed genocide to allow you the space and freedoms to do that, which sounds pretty similar to me in terms of how Hitler went, uh, went about achieving his de- his desired new world order, right? So it was that, and that then was combined with 
the eugenic movement of the Enlightenment, which brought to the forth- which was then brought to the forefront of modern Western thought. This idea that there are ra- really are racially inferior peoples, and it's not just indigenous or native peoples or black or brown people that are racially inferior. There's actually a, a hierarchy within um, white Europeans as well. So, with that being said. In a nutshell, Andrews understands the Holocaust as, and I quote, the logic of empire brought to the heart of Europe, end quote. And I have to say that I agree with him having read this, um, having read this chapter in his book, because if we understand colonialism through the lens of genocide and genocidal practices in order to gain um, what um, Western peoples wanted, which was basically to to build empire and to acquire all this land and establish a world order that they wanted and that they wanted to be dominant. This, to me, makes complete sense. That then we have a sh- we have a shift into like into a more modern world, and these racial theories and these practices then begin to spill over into our modern times but the reason why everybody is so shocked about the holocaust is that they are so far removed from understanding their own colonial like genocidal practices that they are just shocked that this is happening in europe to white people um so i have to say that i do agree with that i would strongly suggest that you buy the book and and read it because obviously there's a lot more that goes into this argument and I'm just kind of giving you like this bite size um yeah just breaking it down easier for you and giving like the overall summary of what the argument is and there was this other quote that I found really really I mean quite impactful and it was and I quote The simple never again rhetoric misses the mark so widely because it presents the West as the solution when in fact it was the system that was the problem all along, end quote. And I don't know about you, but if that doesn't want, if that doesn't make you want to howl or like scream for like a thousand years, I really don't know what to tell you other than to go and buy this book so that you can really understand what he means by that, that of course this happened of course this happened in in Europe when this system was built on genocide in the first place um so that that is basically what I wanted to cover today because I don't want to go into into too much detail in case you want to read the book but Andrew also does touch upon how um the Herero and Nama peoples are are on like ongoing for an ongoing colonial practice because obviously Germany had had um, colonized Namibia and he explains that this isn't actually out of the norm for um for the Germans to have retaliated to the uprising that that happened with extreme genocidal violence when yeah so when they were rebelling because actually it was a colonial power that was used to implementing these kind of practices because you've seen it time and time again from different nation states perpetrating it across the globe and doing these same kind of practices and then he also goes on to explain how the Rwandan genocide is also a direct result of colonial interference between the Tutsi and the Hutu of Rwanda so because 
because of all this racialized theory and how um yeah these western ideals and how this is forced onto peoples they then take on these different tensions and these um understandings of like one group is superior to another group and that kind of thing and then that he explains how that evolves eventually evolves into the Rwandan genocide in the 90s so yeah there's a lot to unpack with um this line of thinking but I do think for me this is um this is a very very interesting way to understand how we have how we've reached the point that we have and why we have um these issues with um systemic racism and i don't think that we can um i don't think that we can ignore the fact that colonialism or colonizing was genocidal and i think that's something that often it seems like it's a different time and place because often the holocaust is is the genocide that's used for the point of reference and if we only root our understanding of genocide in the modern world then i just i mean genocides happened before the holocaust and they continue to happen answer and after and i think we can kind of dispel this myth of like not really sure don't really understand why genocides occur we can dispel part of that questioning through understanding colonialism as a genocidal practice um so to finish it off i just want to read you read you the closing quote of the chapter because i think it really says it all just bear with me a second um just getting my book so and i quote genocide is an essential component of the current political and economic order The West was founded upon genocide in the Americas and the Caribbean and was sustained with colonial slaughter around the globe. Western prosperity is propped on the countless bodies sacrificed for so-called development. Instead of engaging with the brutality of the system, the popular imagination pictures genocides as the product of evildoers and savages committing atrocities contrary to the Western values of reason and tolerance. But as we have seen, the roots of genocide such as the Holocaust and the horrors in Rwanda are a product of the West, which that can which that can only have occurred in the house built on the violence of enlightenment thought. To understand that genocide is a central pillar of the West is to begin to unpick the myths that sustain the illusions of progress. End quote. And maybe you want to listen to that again or like have that sink in and be thinking about it and maybe reading about it but I think that is a very very strong argument and also goes a long way to understand racial theory and um, understanding our systems that we have in place today which if we are to prevent and halt genocides we really need to understand how deeply rooted it is in our own um, ideals uh so yeah there you have it folks a brief explanation thanks to the wonderful work of dr andrews i yeah as i said i would encourage you to buy the book as he covers many other topics such as as i keep mentioning the enlightenment slavery racism um it's a powerful and interesting read he also writes very well which i think helps a lot as um the book isn't bogged down with like really heavy academic writing which sometimes when you try and access these topics it's difficult to find easy reading on it because the topic is heavy but then also 
works have always leaned towards being in the academic realm and for people who are going to read these types of things for academic purpose but I think this book is really really accessible for just you know your everyday person who's interested in this kind of thing so if you yeah if that if this has like sparked anything in you that you want to know more highly recommend to get that book if you do get it and you read it and you find it interesting like just drop me a line send me an email info at withoutthefootnotes.org and we can chat about it because I I mean I've got so many like those little post-it note tab things um just throughout the book because I just think it's a really yeah really really interesting and what I would say to me is a new perspective on um yeah racism colonial and colonial colonialism uh yeah so mini book club let's go let me know if you get it and yeah as I said it's genocide awareness month so that's also a great thing to invest in a book like this and um yeah it's it's it really is um it really is a book that challenges the way we think and look at the world and our and our own personal history in relation to genocide so it's pretty pioneering in that sense and you're doing like just by reading it and and um educating yourself you really are putting yourself in good stead to understand the world at large and understand where we really are at now in 2021 especially with everything all the conversations that are going on surrounding racism and and all of that kind of thing so can highly highly recommend and I think that's it for this week to be honest it was just a really quick one because I don't want to bog you down too heavily um in kind of trying to encourage thinking and conversation this genocide awareness month around the topic because I know if you're listening to the podcast then you have an interest anyway but yeah maybe you want to take it a step further so that's it please rate review subscribe um share with your friends and family or on your social media channels about the podcast that would really help me a lot and that's it for this week so I will catch you next time ciao